Welcome to another episode of Plateau Partners Pulse. It is a podcast that is about business, networking, and ideas. I've also decided innovation. They're interchangeable, I think. And uh, we are a BNI group that's located outside of the Seattle area, and we are full of a ton of movers and shakers, one of whom is joining me today. We have um, Taryn Loxo. She is from Unlocking Your Potential. And I just answered the first two questions, which I do every flippin' time. So welcome to the show. And also interjecting occasionally is going to be her guest, Julia Cannell, who is um, from Airway Sciences for Kids. And uh, she is a client of yours. Yeah, um, huge partner in um, the work that I'm doing out in this world as a leadership and mental fitness coach. So I'm so excited that uh, Julia has joined us. And I, welcome. Thank you, Stacy, for having me here. Of course. Please. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what I do. Um, but now we're going to talk about you. We're not going to talk about what I do. Mm. So we, I already answered the first two questions, but you can do it yourself. Um, what is your name and your business name? <laughs> I am Taryn Luxo of Unlocking Your Potential, as a little play on my last name, um, and I am a leadership and mental fitness coach, and we're going to go into that, but what, what does all that mean a little bit later? So. Perfect. Uh, now, where are you located? Oh, I am in the hills, um, let's see, the valley of the Cascades in North Bend, Washington. So, so pretty there. It is. Yeah. Now, that doesn't necessarily um, mean that you're limited to only working with people that are, like, also in the valley or, dare I say, the mountains. The mountains. No, uh, it's been amazing to see, like, where I can touch the lives of my clients. Um, I've had the opportunity to work with people in New Zealand, Taiwan, um, Belgium, um, just, just to name a couple countries that oh. recently I've had the privilege of being able to support them in their business. That's amazing. Yeah. What a cool thing. Yeah. Um, it shows, though, that no matter where you are, the work that you do is universal. Absolutely universal. Yeah. yeah. And the power of Zoom and Internet and technology has opened up those possibilities. Absolutely. So tell me about your business a little bit more. Like we're going to really get into it in the um, the second part of our conversation. So give me like the elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Um, what I'm up to in this world is rooting out the fear that's getting us hijacked from reaching our full potential. So we have fear gripping us at any moment, whether it's the fear of picking up a phone and calling somebody, having a difficult conversation, or really bringing our work out into the world. And it's so, so true. Yeah. The anxiety that I, I tease Pete because I'm a mean person. He hates ordering through, going through a drive-thru. Like that intimidates him. And I'm, you know. Creates anxiety and yes, stress. And totally. Worry. And yeah. he's like, I don't know how to do it. I'm like, it's the same thing every time, man. You pick your meal. You Pick your, like, if there's a sauce and you pick your soda or whatever. And he's just like, ah. But, you know, apply, that's such a small little example, but apply that to being an entrepreneur or a business owner or just a person. And it can be crippling. Right. And somebody who avoids one thing, it could be a no, it's an easy thing for you. Like just you and your husband, like you, no problem ordering food. And for others, it causes anxiety. Same thing about Running your finances. I just had this conversation earlier with a client, and she's like, I have a finance major, and I hate doing my finances. <laughs> and then I said, well, I really don't like getting up and speaking, so I will file my amended tax return over doing a presentation. So it just <laughs> kind of will we, – we get triggered by different things, and yet we all have this universal fear of some, some type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just fascinating. Um, now, how many years have you been in business? Um, in this official cas capacity as a coach, it's been the last four years, and I've been in the industry of serving clients for over 20 years as an HR technology professional. Yeah. Yes, you have. Yeah. Um, so the people that ideally that you like to work with, people that can sell you, send you chocolates from Belgium, and then who else? <laughs> <laughs> um Really, it's it's so service-based, heart-centered, 
business owners and entrepreneurs who are really trying to bring work out into the world are who I am just really loving working with right now. I want them to bring their bigger game into their life and mm-hmm. make an impact. Yeah, you talk a lot about that, you know, really showing up and and being there. And, you know, a lot of people are afraid of going in this direction, doing this kind of work and looking inward in order to have an effect outward. And um, it's a shame because it is life changing. I know because I have I have worked with you and now I'm no longer shy. <laughs> oh, okay. let's let's we can have a whole conversation about that. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, so what makes you different, though? Because, you know, mindfulness is definitely something that is becoming um, people are more mindful of it, dare I say it. And so how and why are you different? What's different about the work that I'm bringing out in this world is around um, zeroing in and naming those inner critic thoughts. Um, it's in the work of positive intelligence, um, but it's naming the, the thought patterns and disempowering them. So these inner critic thought patterns um, are called saboteurs and we just name them. So the one I talked about earlier is an avoider saboteur. Mm-hmm. And so this work is fairly new as as it relates to positive intelligence, but it's not new in this emotional intelligence arena and um, mindfulness. It's just giving a name that's playful and fun around these traits that we all have to some degree. Right. Well, you know, it's you suddenly realize that, you know, oh, I I still haven't uh, updated my billing. This is totally specific to me. So it's like, oh, there's Arnie the avoider again. And it stops you. And as you say, it's playful. So it's a it's holding up a mirror mm-hmm. to the things that you, you know, you haven't done. And it's doing it without any kind of judgment. It's just this awareness. And um, that was something that was really powerful that came out of the work that we did. And taking a moment to reflect and pause and not immediately be like, bad, bad. Right, right. We're not judging ourselves around, oh, you haven't done this yet. It's like getting curious about, well, what is it that's holding me back from doing it? Actually receiving money for the good work you're getting paid for? Right. Wow. <laughs> you know, like that would be amazing. And why am I not doing that? Let's get curious rather than judging ourselves for not doing it. Right. Yeah. I'm intimidated by numbers. Okay. Um. I'll, we'll get into the why of what you do mm-hmm. um, when we, you know, continue with our conversation. Let's do some speed round here. So, mm-hmm. how long have you been in BNI? Um, about eighteen months. Okay. What do you most appreciate about BNI as an organization? The impact that each of these members are bringing out into the world. They're all making a change and creating something amazing. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. I used to think it was a cult. It is not. <laughs> no, it's a community. It is a community. And, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's pretty powerful. Um, what do you think the best part of our chapter specifically is? It has to be the humor. Humor is threaded throughout our chapter members, what we bring in on a weekly basis into conversations and the power of one-on-one meetings. It's, we, we like to laugh and have fun. We do. I say all the time, we take our businesses seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously. That's right. It would be a dull, dull place. Um, so, as you know, the words like, know, and trust are commonly bandied about in the BNI word world. What are three words that are bandied about in relation to you and or your business? Yeah, um, I would like to say all three of those words. Obviously, clients need to know, like, and trust me before they're going to bear their souls to me. Um, but what I'm really interested in in helping my clients with is having accelerated intentional momentum on their oh. goals, their dreams, their beliefs, whatever that is. So creating momentum to create the living that they want to have. Do you know that that's an acronym? Yes, it is. Intentional. It's been very intentional. <gasps> Look at you. I, anybody that can create an acronym with like what they're like, who they are and what their belief is and what they're trying to do. That takes you. That's right. So up I'm a notch. helping my clients take aim in their business. That's amazing. 
That's so amazing. Okay. Um, share something that your clients don't know about you. And remember, there's somebody on the line mm-hmm. that will immediately learn this. So what's something that um, that Julia and others may not know? Well, it's actually um, been a – it came out because of a conversation that Julia and I had just recently. Um, and I was like – so I had some notes written down. And then I was like, oh, wait. There's something. So I'm outing her, and I hope she doesn't mind. But <laughs> – we're going to find around out. flamingos. I love flamingos, have loved them since I was a child. And they're so playful and fun. And so I think uh, Julia will be able to like pepper in her own perspective of flamingos as we talk later. <laughs> Interesting. Flamingos. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never really have thought about flamingos other than people like flamingo your yard. Yeah. Or they're very stoic. They're, um, they can take flight. They can stand on one leg. They're pretty powerful. and That's true. I mean, standing on one leg. And I've tried underneath. that yoga pose. They have a whole sorts <laughs> of different perspectives in how they show up in the world. Okay. So this feels like it's like literal and like sort of metaphorical. Like yeah. The, the metaphorical multiple... just recently came out. I just thought they were beautiful creatures okay. when I was growing up. And they're a pretty color. Yeah, they are. Okay. What do you think is your topmost FAQ? What is the difference between coaching and therapy? Yes. And? And the answer. Do you want to have my my perspective on this? Yeah. Okay. So imagine you have a suitcase. Okay. Okay. The therapist is going to ask you what's in your suitcase. And you're going to look at all of the baggage you've been carrying. You're going to pull it out. You're going to take a look at it. And then you're going to pack it back neatly into your suitcase. You're like, great, I know what it is. I have it with me. Great. Um, I'm going to throw in a third third one in here. A consultant. Okay. Right. So I've, I've worn that hat in many years of my professional career um, in corporate. As a consultant, I'm going to ask my client, where do you like to travel? Are you a backpack type of person? Do you like the roller bag? Do you need titanium side? You know, what what is the thing that you need to carry all of your your essentials with you. Right, make it easier. your journey, right? To make it easy fits you. The coach is going to have you open up that bag and go like, do you even like wearing a three-piece suit? Do you Mm. really like cheetah print instead? What is it that lights you up and gets you all excited about the life that you're living? And where do you want to be traveling to? Because let's pack for that and let's toss out these things that really don't serve you anymore. Oh, I lo- okay. Yeah. That actually is super, super helpful because now I'm like, now I have a fabulous bag and it's like, it's small and because my luggage was sent ahead. Right. And it's <laughs> lightweight. It fits you to where you want to be going and you're not dragging the stuff that you've been carrying around for years and years and years. Right. Like you're supposed to wear support hose when you travel on an airplane. Yeah. Like, you, I don't, I'm not going to do that. You should pack this and you should yeah. pack that. Well, it's like, well, what do you want to pack? This is your life. Wow. I never met an analogy I didn't love and I really <laughs> love that one. Okay. Um, any other FAQs? Um, uh, why are your sessions only 45 minutes long? So that is... Because it's your suitcase and you get to... I get Pack to decide it however you want. <laughs> right. And there's a benefit. So after a coaching call, it gets really, or during a coaching call, it gets really direct. And I get to the heart of matters pretty quickly. I don't need a long time with somebody's story. It's like, what's what's happening now and where do you want to go? And then there's 15 minutes at the end for my clients to just take an internal assessment of what they just experienced. So they can journal, they can send, you know, a log note to me in my private portal. And it's a time for them to take what we talked about and internalize it. I love that. So it's really a gift for them. Right. So they can schedule an hour on their calendar, Mm -hmm. knowing that 45 minutes of that time will be spent with you and the other 15 is for themselves and don't pack it with some other things. That's so cool. Okay. Um, as you know, the last question, number 10, is what is your favorite curse word? Yes, it will be bleeped, so feel <laughs> free to let her rip. What the f***? Nice. It's <laughs> a good one. It is a great one. I mean... And it's empowering to say. It is. It totally is. Um, and there's so many variations of it. So a lot of people, that's their favorite word. But then having it be a, a whole string of things is nice. Well, all right. 
So let's take a really quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into your why and uh, start talking more about specifically about what you do. You're listening to Plateau Partners Pulse. I am joined by Taryn Luxo. We will be right back. Experience for yourself the power of know, like, and trust through BNI. Through weekly meetings and networking with other members, you'll learn about yourself, your business, and other business professionals. BNI is an international networking organization that promotes giver's gain. By giving referrals to other members, you'll get the same in return. Plus, increase credibility from clients for being a trusted partner they can rely on. To learn more, go to BNI.com or text B-N-I-P-P-I-N-F-O. That's B-N-I-P-P-I-N-F-O to 55678. Are you overwhelmed by all the photos you have tucked in boxes, drawers, and envelopes? Not to mention sitting on jump drives, the cloud, or your phone? Eileen Vieira of Memory Books by Eileen can help you get inspired, organized, or creative with both traditional or digital scrapbooking products, services, and events. Don't have the time, energy, or interest to DIY? Eileen can also create a professional quality photo book or scrapbook for you. For more information or to book a free consult, go to MemoryBooksByEileen.com. That's MemoryBooksByEileen.com. Save and share the stories that matter most. Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. I am Stacy Heller. I never remember to introduce myself. Well, because it's not for once, it's not about me. So uh, as I mentioned, I am joined by Taryn Luxo, and she is the force behind Unlocking Your Potential. And before the break, I mentioned we went through the speed round, but now I want you to talk about your why. My why. Um, Bottom line answer for the kids. And I'm going to double click on that one. Um, We are leaders of ourselves. We often are leading teams of people who are parents. Um, we are leading our own families. If you're fortunate enough to, to um, take care of kids or maybe you have other um, generations in your life. And as we are adults in this world, we have to take responsibility for our actions. And when we're not taking responsibility for our actions, it has collateral damage. There's a big ripple effect. So. I believe um, that breaking the patterns of our behaviors, our relationships that haven't served us in the past gives us a chance to root out the dysfunction that seems to be impacting our kids. And we can have different relationships, different conversations. Um, So we're all leaders. Even our kids are leaders. We actually can give them and empower them the ability to be leaders in their own lives. And we don't have to be over-interfering or avoiding. It's just, to me, the kids are our future. And when we can show up as adults, as leaders, then it's, it's an example for our kids to be leaders. So in the great, great words of Whitney Houston, you believe that children are the future. A hundred percent. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Yeah. And my daughter, I mean, I'm not. I'm not no, trying. I love it, and and it's. I love that you brought that up. Um, one reason dear to my heart is my youngest daughter. Her name is Whitney, and it wasn't after Whitney Houston, but it's just it. It comes full circle. It comes my kids full circle. are so important to me, and I want to show them a different way of being in this world. I love that. Oh, you're so much nicer than I am. Okay, um, was that just an inner critic thought there, Stacy? Oh. oh. There it is. <laughs> Darn it. It's Susie Saboteur. All right. It was, sort of. Okay. Um, now, the name of your business is Unlocking mm-hmm. Your Potential. But I want to address right away, because you've been going through some um, changes. So tell the people some of the changes that you've made. Well, I can't, my yeah, my business name is a playoff, my last name, Loxo, and... Um, it felt like a fun way to be like, yes, I'm unlocking the potential of my clients, which I absolutely am. And it's a great business name. 
And what I'm discovering, though, is what it's about is it's about me. Like my last name, I intentionally changed my name after I got a divorce. It's not my married name, former married name. It's not my maiden name. It was a, it was a last name I found through my family lineage. It's Finnish in nature. Um, That's and, so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, it actually means in, in um, English, it's valley. And when my family came over to America, um, they changed it from Loxo to Valley. And so my great-grandmother was born as, great, no, great-great-grandmother, she was born as Loxo. And when my grandmother told me this, um, I was like, hey, Grandma, who's, who's that painting on the wall? She's like, oh, that's my Muma, which means grandma in Finnish. She's like, that's my Muma. I was like, what was her last name? She's like, Valley. I'm like, no, there's another name in there. And she's like, oh, Loxo. And in that moment, I was like, that's my last name. And now you live in the valley. I do live in the valley of North Bend. Yes. I'm a valley girl. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, and so in this in this business name, like, I came across this when I was brushing my teeth one night. I was like, what's a name that's around potential and da-da-da-da? And then it came to me. I was like, and the next day it was like signing my LLC, doing my domain name and everything. What I have found, though, and this is all in business, you learn things as you go, mm-hmm. is that um, in the power of Google and spam filters and everything, they don't really like misspellings of words. Mm-hmm. They throw thing every, everything into spam. So I was like, well, let's just embrace my actual name and make that my domain name. So I now have the domain name of TarynLoxo.com. There you go. And just stepping into owning who I am. Good for you. I mean, you're you're leading by example. Um, Okay, so you actually were on season one. I feel like this is like, you know, season one of Survivor and you survived. (laughs) Um, And so people can go back and they can listen to season one, your episode. And there's so much that's changed. Mm -hmm. So catch us up on that. I think the biggest changes since last year, season one, is has been around the clarity I've received as a business owner and the clients I'm loving, um, I love working with. And that is service-based business owners, um, entrepreneurs. Um, and as Julia will, will say in a few moments, it's like really working with people who are making an impact in the world. Mm-hmm. And how I do that is helping them get clear about their message, um, their niche, who they're serving, their leadership. So service-based people are impacting people at all sorts of levels and mm-hmm. bringing out, I don't know, I guess joy and happiness and a different way of being. Mm-hmm. And if they can do their good work in the world, then I get to impact more people. It's that ripple effect. Now, I love, well, A, like, amen. Um, B, so clarify service-oriented yeah. um, because, you know, does that mean people that work for not-for-profits? If you are in service to somebody um, through, I don't know, a religious calling or your business is, um, you know, you offer a service. So um, explain that a little bit for people. Um, it would probably a uh... Looser definition is like heart-based. So are you like in service of people in growing the impact of their world? Um, and yes, nonprofits. Um, so Julia is, is from Airway Sciences for Kids. So that's a nonprofit. And also other coaches mm-hmm. and um, therapists and people who are who are. In service to others. In service to others. Yeah, it could okay. be somebody who is creating... Um, scrapbooks, and so they're 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 cultivating the memories of somebody, and they're giving that to somebody else. Like it could be like, how do they want to grow their business? Right. Or it's somebody who's sending out. I'm just thinking of members in our. I know. I mean, in our I'm B and I like, network, that's right? Eileen Vieira of Memory Books by Eileen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it could be. Um, Let's say uh, Jennifer Harris of Look Within HR. She is providing HR services mm-hmm. to businesses. And if I can support her in what she's doing, then she gets to help more of her clients lead from within and show up authentically in their in their world. 
It's awesome. It's it's this whole idea of like, let me take, let me help you take the obstacle, which is typically yourself, out of the way, so that the ripple effect that you're going to have is going to be that much bigger. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. Such good stuff. Yeah. Remove those obstacles and just show up fully in your brilliance. And I mean, everybody is a genius. There is no yardstick by which to measure yourself. And that is one of the saboteurs that I learned Mm -hmm. with your help (laughs) to stop. The the comparisons do not serve us. Yeah, they they do not at all. Um, Okay, so um, speaking of like the saboteurs, um, you refer to things as brain bullies. Mm -hmm. So talk more about that. What I love about this term brain bullies is because they like to gang up on you. These these thought patterns that we have in our head. And so the official name is um, a saboteur or your gremlin or uh, your ego, your id, like if you want to go all scientific or mm-hmm. Freudian or anything right, like that. Right, because ego is not just vanity thinking you're all that, but no. it's also equally insecurity. Insecurity. And it's rooted in the brain at the back part of the amygdala, like the reptilian part of our brain. These are where these thought patterns are generated from. And they came from our childhood as a protective measure. And now as adults, we can choose whether or not that's serving us or not. Right. And we, may, we don't necessarily need that protection or coping mechanism anymore. Right. Because our brains have evolved. And what I do is help my clients think of things in a different way, like have a new perspective and be at choice. So imagine your hand is on the hot stove mm-hmm. and you go like, well, how long? Like you're going to take your hand off pretty quickly if you're, right. your hand is on the hot stove. Well, it's the same thing with negative emotions. Recognizing when you're in a negative space, how long do you want to keep yourself in that? Or maybe you want to get curious, like why am I feeling this way? And Interesting. saboteurs try and keep us in a negative place. And it's weird that we get comfortable in that negative place. It's like you keep your ha- your hand there long enough. It's like, you know, um, Pete's grandmother used to wash the dishes with really, really, really hot water, right? And, you know, it's like she just stopped feeling it because she was used to it. So I'm thinking the same thing as you're talking about this, that you know, we, we can have a tendency to live in that negative emotion and it no longer shocks us. It's just the space that we're comfortable hanging in. Right. And so it's bringing awareness of how is that actually serving you and not serving you. And, and that's where the curiosity comes in as a coach is like, what is that costing you to avoid conflict or to be hyper vigilant and making sure that Everyone is, like, wearing a mask. Like, what is that costing you inside yourself? Right. Right. Do you mean a literal mask or, like, a... Both. A mask of... Got it. Okay. Yeah. I can, it, actually, yeah. Both of them. Because, you know, um, what, who is it? Billy Joel that sings, we all have a face. Right? I mean, I always bring up random things because, you know, that's me. <laughs> um, well, music is so full of metaphors. So. It, it totally is. Um, I love that idea. And so that... That whole idea of busting bullies um, and, like, the way that they show up at work and the, the ways that you don't even see it. Yeah. And when, when you think about bullies, it's usually there's a main bully and then a gang of bullies around them. So in this work of positive intelligence, the main bully is the judge. Mm. The judge is, I'm not good enough, you're not good enough, or things will be better when. So right, right. now is not good enough. So it's this judge and then these nine accomplice saboteurs. They're like, yeah, yeah, what he said. Yeah. And each person (laughs) is going to have a different gang. Like for me, I have the judge and he gets in cahoots with a hyperachiever, an avoider, a hyperrational. And all of them come together to say like, Taryn, don't even go and try that because you're not going to be good enough. And so avoid it. And the rational part of the brain says like, and this is the 10 reasons why. Yeah. So it can really limit the potential around what you're actually capable of. I remember going through that exercise and really having to disseminate all the different things and recognize them. And some things that I was so attached to thinking like, no, no, this is a good thing. Turns out, hmm, 
Maybe not so much. Maybe not. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, so we we kind of already talked about the types of clients that you like to work with. Basically, it's it sounds like it's service-oriented, heart-based, but there's also a level of commitment, I would imagine. Yes, commitment, big C. It's if somebody is not willing to commit to the inner work to change the patterns, the they're not going to be committed to actually following through with all of these learnings. So they have to have a commitment to self that this is worth it. Mm -hmm. I am good enough and I deserve to have a different life. Yep. And, you know, and this work is so powerful on a personal level and then on a professional level, because anybody that says that you can keep the two separate is crazy. Yeah. um, Putting our partition between work life in family life, personal life is, um, I'm just going to call it BS on that one. And if I can say that, and that's a part of the brain, brain bully stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no such thing as balance. I mean, maybe harmony. Yeah. Right. Like they could kind of like hum a little tune together and sometimes like one's going to be stronger and the other's not, but there, there really cannot be a clear separation, nor can there be balance. It's, it just, it is what it is. Yeah, it, the harmony and um, consistency, I think, is another C word that uh, I want to play with is like being consistent in your how you show up in the world mm-hmm. is important because then people know what to expect. They're like, well, who's showing up today? Right. And if know. you're consistently committed, then what is going to happen is you're big on the idea of being empowered, right? Mm-hmm. So then that is going to empower you, which in, then in turn is going to make you feel more passionate about things. Yeah. It reignites that passion that right. so many of us let it run dormant. Yeah, and when we're not consistent, it's that unreliability. And that's a real detriment to leaders, it's like, okay, today I'm showing up here. I'm in my authentic, grounded self, and I'm amazing. And then you get hijacked by something like, you know, maybe an employee or a personal relationship has you off your game. I'm like, you mean by Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like Monday, yes, I'm grounded here. I'm your amazing leader. And then by Friday, you've fallen apart because you've either given all your energy. And so... It's not consistent. And so your team and your family don't know who's going to show up or they start seeing a pattern. So what would it actually look like to be like aware of where you're starting to fall, like below this line of where you want to be? Yeah, uh, this I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm forgetting. We're like, we're doing a podcast <laughs> we're here. Do- we're talking. <laughs> um, okay, you know what we're going to do? We are going to take a quick break and you have one of your clients – that is going to join you. And it's such a great idea to um, have a conversation with her to really help understand even further the kind of work that you do and how it, how it works. So you are listening to Plateau Partners Pulse. This is Stacy. We'll be right back with Taryn Laxo of Unlocking Your Potential. With over 270,000 members in over 9,500 chapters across 70 countries, BNI is the world's leading business networking and referral organization. To learn more about BNI and what it can do for your business, go to BNI.com. You'll find answers to frequently asked questions and locate a chapter to visit or join that suits you and your business. Remember when a trip to the bank wasn't a hassle and included a warm greeting from your favorite banker? First Financial Northwest Bank knows banking isn't your top priority, which is why they make it theirs. It's their mission to meet their customers' financial needs by offering good old-fashioned service in new, more innovative, and productive ways. Bank with the people you know and trust who are uniquely committed to you and the community. Go to ffnwb.com to learn more about First Financial Northwest Bank and find a branch near you. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. I really should have thought about the whole 3P thing. 
when I was naming the podcast. But what are you going to do? Anyway, I am Stacey Heller. I am joined by Taryn Laxo, and she is from Unlocking Your Potential, and she is fabulous. And to prove it, she brought backup. <laughs> she brought her own gang. <laughs> so why don't you introduce the, our guest? Oh, I'm so excited. Um, so I have Julia Cannell on the line with us, and she is the executive director of Airway Sciences for Kids out of the um, Portland area, um, so down down south in Oregon. And it has just been a joy to work with her, her company, her nonprofit that she is leading and doing amazing things. So we were talking earlier about like ripple effects. Mm-hmm. She has made decisions to invite in coaches and storytellers and other people in um, her circle, in her community, to intentionally make changes for her clients that she's serving. So, um, Julia, I just want to say thank you for joining us today. Um, I'm just curious, what... What has been your experience so far um, with understanding your own saboteurs, and how has that impacted your leadership? Um, I, we were we were talking a little bit about it earlier, and I I was thinking I'm going to come up with something brilliant to say that will really explain it, and I can't. It's made such an amazing difference. Our organization is made up of people like me that are from an aviation background and very hypervigilant and I love a checklist and I don't love emotions and I want to just get through things. And then I've got teachers and I've got, you know, 17 year old kids working for me. We really have this huge range of, of personalities. And, and one thing that you said earlier was that, that it's cross generational, cultural and across leadership. And you really, what it's done for us is given us a common language. So for me as a leader, I, I tend to lead one way and, and those lovely saboteurs get in the way. And it's what you said about not showing up or who's showing up was really a problem for me. The staff didn't know if this was going to be the calm leader showing up today, or if this was going to be the one that's stressed out because of grants. And so it's really given all of us an ability to have this common language and, and my team can say, hey, you know, what's going on with you? What's happening here? Which would never have happened before. Mm, so beautifully said. And I was almost thinking like in your body, what shifted for you? Because sometimes this is like it can get too heady. You can get stuck in like what's the right word to say. But if you are to name like your body part that has shifted the most, what would it be? I, truly, it's just my heart. Mm-hmm. It's I, I there's a calm about doing things now that has allowed me to really work from that heart space so much more than I than I would have previously. And and as I was telling um, Taryn earlier, we've gone through tremendous growth in the last six months. And if we hadn't been working with Taryn and if I didn't have her as my coach and my team's coach, I don't think we'd be where we are. And where where are you right now? Julia, like in your body space and then your leadership space, like what's happening? It's, it's, I, I honestly, I, it's hard to even describe. Um, I was seeing earlier when, when COVID started, we were an organization with two staff members, me and my education director. And today we have seven full-time staff members, five part-time staff members, and we've gone from serving 70 kids a year to serving 700 so far this year. Um, and I just found out yesterday that we received a very, very sizable grant from the Oregon Department of Education to do programming we never dreamed we'd be able to. So we we're able to serve so many kids and it's just it's such an amazing thing to be able to do. But also as a leader, I'm just coming from such a space of let's stay open and what's going to happen next. That's so cool. I mean, this reminds me of earlier in our conversation when you know I was I was basically taking what you do and saying you know get out of your own way so that the impact that you can have is is that much bigger and so I mean here's a perfect example of exactly how you've helped Julia and her team like get out of your way because you're your biggest problem but you're also like you're your biggest handicap but you're also like you know your own superhero 
Yeah, and there's like, um, get out of your own way and stay in your lane. I think that was a, a big thing, um, Julie. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, what lane are you as the executive director trying to um, travel and what lanes are your leaders trying to travel? And how can you keep those separate but in alignment and be in parallel with them? Absolutely. And it's it's so challenging because we are still a relatively small team. And so, you know, when you talk about someone being out of alignment or someone in someone else's lane, it, it makes a big impact. And so for us to really understand you know, where those lanes were. And there are times, one of the things that Taryn has had to work with um, or, or has gotten to work with, I guess, is of several of my directors are also very close friends. And so one of the things Taryn has worked with us on is how do we keep that balance of a relationship between professional and personal? And how do I go back and forth between now I'm your friend and, oh, by the way, now I'm your boss. And so this is what has to be done. And so she's really done a great job of giving us the language for that and helping us to navigate that, but also helping me. You know, you talked, Stacey, you said something about there is no balance. Work and home life has just become one giant blur. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really been learning that just because I work from home doesn't mean I should be doing that 12, 14 hours a day. So, so the balance for me has come both in, in my personal life and being able to say, okay, you know, it's six o'clock, it's time to stop doing that now and, and go on and do something else. I think the world has changed so much. I think about, you know, my parents, my mom has been visiting recently. And, you know, it, of course, you walk down memory lane. And I think about, you know, dad went off to work in the morning, he came home, and, you know, it was like, okay, the kids were sent to their room. They had quality time together. You know, there was maybe dinner as a family. There was a really clear break of like, let me let me regroup. Let me transition. Um, lots of people even like change their clothes when they get home. So there's like a, a, a real clear break now between the age of technology where you have things so readily available. You can lie in bed and do work at, you know, two in the morning when you wake up Um you know, and then obviously with the pandemic and working from home and those kinds of things, there's no real clear break. And so that can be very hard. And then, Julia, as you said, adding into it the fact that some of the people that you work with, um, you know, overlap with your personal life, then it's really a, a mishigash. Right. And so what I hear you're naming, um, Stacy, is the intention. It's like, that's a part of the work I'm doing with Airway Sciences for Kids and all of my clients is what is the intention that you want to have when you are taking yourself out of work mode and now into family mode? What's the intentional conversation you want to have with a colleague because there's some conflict? And really assessing in advance, like, what's the outcome that you want for that? Like, just asking these questions. Right. What should I pack in my suitcase for when I get home from work? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what does that, you know, okay, so I've gone through the, the journey. Now I'm at my destination. What does it look like? Yeah. Which, you know? which bag are you picking up? Are you picking up your gym bag? Are you picking up your no. fun bag, your family <laughs> bag? Like, where where do you want to be... Um. Or what do you need to be wearing for that moment? And it's it's I don't want to go back to that um, or retract anything I said earlier. It's like you are one person, right? You're personal and you're professional and be authentically yourself. And you get to decide what are the conversations you want to have right now. Mm -hmm. And for you, Julia, like those, I think, um, if I may be so bold, is like you're having different conversations in the workplace now. Absolutely. A a across all of the staff. And, you know, one of the most amazing things I've found is, you know, how at work you always, there always tends to be a little bit of the sort of gossip or somebody says something at a meeting and someone's mad for a month and a half and you have all of these things. We don't have that. We have staff members that if something does happen, they can have a conversation, they have the language for it, and we just don't run into any of that. So we're all far more productive, but also far happier. And we got, you know, little guests like um, approving of this, right? Yes. I mean, yes, you know, they mom, do. mom tested, dog approved. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Well, I'm working on their saboteurs. It's yeah. not getting me very far. And you and you, you mentioned something it's like you're not wasting time in these like stories that we're making up in our in your in the team's heads around what's going on. So you're able to quickly 
get to the heart of a conflict and then move forward. And so that gives your team way more capacity to do their great work in the world. So there's that ripple effect of like, okay, what's going on with me? What needs to happen for the team? And so we can serve our clients, which are ultimately the kids, which is why I love this partnership. All right. I have a question. Yes. So this is brilliant. The idea of having a leader that recognizes that this kind of work needs to be done. And there are organizations, big and small, that, you know, they do training and they have, you know, social emotional learning sessions and awareness and those kinds of things. Um, But to really put your money where your mouth is and to bring somebody in and to so quickly see the impact that it has, it's like, I'm like, why aren't more people doing this? Well, right. I mean, I thank you for saying that, Stacey, because you've now just um, basically said why the investment in coaching makes sense. Because oh, <laughs> look at me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> not planned. So they've invested. Julia, as a leader, has said yes to creating a different culture in the business. And that is reaping the rewards of more grants and more clients. And so it actually is a, it's a, you can't even put a price tag on what that investment is. Right. I mean, the fact that, um, the fact that so many business owners, you know, board of directors, whatever it is, they're all about the quantitative, right? And, um, you know, Julia, we'll just talk about you like you're not here. You've <laughs> chosen a more qualitative leadership um, style and, something and experience as a team. And that has actually resulted in then the quantitative, you know, the fact that you were serving 70 kids and now you're impacting 700 kids. The fact that you went from a couple of employees to now seven of you, plus a whole group of people that are volunteering and so on and so on. Like there's the quantitative results that people want. You're allowed to talk now. (laughs) Well, and, and I was just, I was going to say, I I spent uh, 20 years in, corporate America in companies that spent a lot of money doing Six Sigma and Who Moved My Cheese and all of these different, you know, whatever was popular that year. And you they'd invest all this money. And six months later, nobody remembered anything would happen. And so one of the first things Taryn said was, you know, that we wanted to make sure that this program, that this stuck with us. And so the whole way the program is structured is meant for it to continue and to grow. And so we started, we were going to have five of our employees trained and it was so amazing for the first five of us that now we've expanded it to the rest of our full-time staff and our volunteers. And we will continue to do that because it's definitely been worth it. And I will say um, the grant that that Taryn is talking about that that we just received, I actually got the proposal for it um, right as we were finishing up our pod of our initial work. And it was this huge grant and there was no way that I was going to apply for this thing. I mean, I just thought we couldn't do it. My grant writer was going to be out of town. Everything was against us. Every big company in Oregon that works with youth was applying for this thing. Um, and it was because of the work that I decided to put the saboteurs aside and go ahead and give it a shot. And we got the grant and it will be huge for us. It will basically fund all our programming for the next two years um, and allow us to serve thousands of kids instead of hundreds. And I truly don't think I would have done it if I hadn't been in a space where I could just take that chance and say, let's just see what happens. What I love about this is I'm witnessing like a full circle moment because I'm going to go back to Whitney Houston and Taryn's belief that I believe the children are the future and your why. And you're super emotional about this right now because the work that you've chosen to do and to be of service to others and help them be more in their own best selves so that they can have that much more of an impact like it's all coming full circle. That must be an amazing feeling. Yeah, I'm definitely emotional. My heart space is full right now, knowing that more kids are going to be impacted because of the work that Julia has said yes to for herself and her team, and therefore more kids. Yeah. Wow. It's Ooh. like, I know, we're all like, Wah. Um Julia, any final thoughts that you want to share about working with Taryn? Because we're going to be closing up. And I definitely want you to share your information about Airway Sciences for Kids. What are you up to, Julia, in the world? 
<laughs> what? What are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> what am I up to? Helping a lot of kids. Um, the most amazing thing about our program is everything we do for our students is free. 90% of the students that we serve come from low-income homes and wouldn't have these opportunities otherwise. So what Taryn is giving us the power to do is really change lives. Um, our website is airsci.org, A-I-R-S-C-I.org. And um, we have all kinds of online activities. People can get an idea of what we do, but they also have, there's a ton of stuff you can do with your kids. Um, and as far as working with Taryn, she's honestly changed our lives. She's got our second we call them pods that she's working with now. And I've got a couple of former Intel engineer types in there and a 17 year old kid and my diversity director all taking these courses and every one of them has reached out to me and said, thank you so much for doing this. We absolutely love this. So anyone that can bridge the, you know, all of these different personalities and types that we have working for us is definitely worth working with. So thank you, Taryn, for what you've done for our organization. Wow. That's a that's an amazing ad. Um, like and I don't even mean ad like commercial, I mean ad edition. Um so awesome. Thank you, Julia. I'm speechless. Thank I know you. she is kind of speechless. Um Taryn, if people want to connect with you, how can they do that? Um easiest place to start is the website. Um so www Taryn T A R Y N Loxo L A A K S O and tons of information there and learn more about mental fitness, positive intelligence. Just click on the drop down list of mental fitness and you'll find out tons of information there. Oh, yeah. And you can find you on LinkedIn and you can mm. find you on Facebook. Um, any any final thoughts or call to action that you want to share? If you're curious to know who your saboteurs are, I've got an assessment that you can take. And assessments oh. are always so much fun. So... Um, just go to the website and click on the drop down mental fitness. And there is a link that will take you to your saboteur assessment. Type in your email. You'll get a link and take the, take that. And I always love to have people's results shared with me. So send me an email. It is fascinating stuff. Okay. Well, thank you, Taryn. Um, you have some things that you do, um, occasionally. Why don't you share that for all of our radio listeners? Yeah, so occasionally I will host a boot camp, um, a mental fitness boot camp. This is what Julia was talking about earlier around um, her pod. So it can be inside teams or any individual. So I've got one kicking off on October 26th. Excited to have people join that and, and um, really grow their businesses because they're getting to the root of what's holding them back. Um, I also host retreats. I'm sending a group of amazing women to Italy next summer. So if you want to go dig into this and a few other things, reach out to me. That's so awesome. And again, you can do that through Taryn's website, TarynLaxo.com, L-A-A-K-S-O. So there is lots of different things that you offer people through your website if they want to um, learn about your various programs that you have or do, I think you have assessments. Tell me, uh, tell listeners about that. Yeah, assessment. So if you want to know what your top saboteurs are that are hijacking your happiness, performance, and overall well-being, you can go to my website and go to TarynLoxo.com and find your saboteur assessment in the drop-down for mental fitness. Who doesn't want to find their saboteurs? Thank you so much for joining us. I so appreciate it. And um, it was just fascinating. Thanks, Julia. Thanks, Taryn. Such good stuff. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you, Julia. You are welcome. Thank you.